K-Pop Social Night is back for its third year, and we are joining in on the fun. K-Pop Social Night is a two-day K-Pop fest dedicated to celebrating the diverse K-Pop and K-Drama podcast community, while also raising awareness for minority mental health. July is National Minority Mental Health Month, and proceeds from KPSN ticket sales will be donated to NAMI, the National Alliance on Mental Illness. This year's K-Pop Social Night will be held from July 9th to 10th and feature some of your favorite K-Pop podcasts and radio shows, plus performances and panels. Get your tickets now at kpsnfun.com and we'll see you there. Okay, Jimin, ready? Yes. (laughs) I'm curious about this one as well. Okay, so Jimin was originally an ENFJ. Um, His type has changed twice since then. In MBTI lab, Jimin tested as an ESTP. Um, However, Jimin feels that he is more like an ESTJ. Um, and it says this is the result he received when he retook the MBTI test two months before they filmed MBTI Lab. Um, and you mentioned that it was mentioned in the Weverse article, uh, which I missed because I was distracted. So let me know what he said. <laughs> he only mentioned that he was an E, that he gets E when he takes the test, but that I, he, I think he was talking about feeling like more of an I when he was depressed, which I think is, is sort of a natural depression, sort of pull away from people thing. But I definitely see, I mean, the E is consistent for him. And I think that is very real. Um, my guess for Jimin is ENFJ. I think he was correct the ENFJ times. Such a sweet moment in the MBTI lab video when he drew the J in over the <laughs> P that he had gotten because he realized that he was not a P. Like, self-aware. We love to see it, Jimin. Um I think we have to just debunk T. Pak Jimin is not a T. He's not an ESTP. He's not a T- ESTJ. Like if there had been a professional in the room, they would have dealt with that disaster first. That is a garbage result. <laughs> <laughs> you heard like, it here first. Anyone who has observed him doing anything. I mean, and of course, you know, disclaimer, disclaimer, if Jimin says he's a T, I believe him. But my observations say that is not the case. Um, So maybe we start there. I think he's such a fantastic example of what the function we call extroverted feeling, right? He's said it's the same actual, the same function that Hobie would have as a ESFJ. It's like being sensitive to others' emotions, building group harmony, enjoying being part of a group that gets along, like embracing that softer side of himself. Like Jimin has, it feels like been on a journey to like, embrace his heart's expression outside of the expectations that he felt like he had to fit into at the beginning. That feels so extroverted feeling to me, like his empathy, the way he's in touch with his emotions, like he shows and expresses them so readily to others and is very attuned to those group dynamics too. And then there's just this like kind of caring softness about him and like almost emotional attention seeking right like he wants to have emotional interactions with other members too (laughs) (laughs) we've discussed this aspect of his personality so many times yeah yeah well like what like what have you so i mean so 
my first bias in BTS was Jimin. Like I just I adore Jimin for so many reasons and I won't go into all of them right now, but whenever we've thought about like who needs the most attention or praise or like it could <laughs> I really don't want to get doxed here. It could be very emotionally draining to have to like hype Jimin up constantly. He reads as like he needs a lot of like validation and attention that you would have to give to him. Which, like, would I really mind doing that? Probably not. I would be fine. But, like, it would be your full-time job. And I think he... Oh, go ahead, Kalea. Oh, I was just going to say, even in the MBTI lab video, when JK was saying... I think there was some question about, like, answering the phone or texting or calling, and JK was like, I don't want to do any of those. (laughs) And and Jimin was like, I get so, like attached or like emotional and like jk does not answer my phone calls so i'm just imagining jimin being like stepping on his doorstep like uh hello you're not answering my phone like i need attention here like listen to me like hello and i think there's something really interesting about the the jimin yoongi dynamic that like jimin is going to continue to look for he's going to initiate for those moments and Yoongi will never initiate for those moments and I think they're a good match because I think Yoongi wants those moments and I think he likes that Jimin initiates those moments (laughs) like you almost can't you need to have the sort of initiator and the receiver in that dynamic and I think they they match well in that way and if Yoongi is INTP and Jimin is ENFJ they are mind mates so that would make sense yeah we gotta carve out like 20 <laughs> minutes at the end <laughs> you do your bonus content because yeah. we're already going it's okay um reasons why i pick f n for jimin and not s i think he is really on the border of these i could really see him go either way um so many of his gifts lie in that concrete real world place right his dances movement um like the things he reflects on in his interviews, you often see him kind of just being in a people, immediate people place, like impact on army. Like he's not always projecting into the future and making these big connections the way that June would do. That said, I think Jimin is maybe a case of an N who has just not developed that preference as much and really developed the S. So talking about function stack, ENFJs do their intuition, their sort of idea generation pattern recognition in their heads and their sensing out in the world. And I think that's what we see from him. I think when you go deep, right? Like the Weavers interview that just came out, there's a lot of N happening. There's a lot of like this sort of reflective pattern creation and like conceptual thinking in there. I think he just needs those moments of like permission to go deep to get to that end and that maybe s is just a little bit more accessible to him because it's he extroverts it and he is an extrovert so my my guess is that maybe he's needs to develop that n sense a little bit more to like fully come into the the balance of those traits those preferences um because i see so much of his evolution as an artist really leaning in that s place right the way he has explored his art over the years has been more of that sort of visual physical manifestation which leans into that s place and you know a a jimin who is doing both n and s both that big picture thinking and that that like visual physical concrete type of art would be like unstoppable so would love to keep developing in that way 
we were talking about Jimin and how like well-rounded he is like he, if if he could do i mean he'd probably be way too powerful if he could do both of those things <laughs> like he's powerful enough as it is like uh uh yeah <laughs> yeah and then jay i mean that sweet moment when he wrote the the j over the p like i think he was right there's just a little bit more i don't know like <sighs> a kind of structure to the way his perfectionism looks. I don't I was think just that- about to ask you about that. I'm like, he's so hard on himself, like so freaking hard on himself, but he's so gentle with everyone else. And I was like, what part of his personality is that tapping into? I think of that as like an ENFJ thing that he almost the way that Namjoon, right? ENFP, ENFJ, they just have one letter apart. The way that Namjoon can reinvent and question without getting caught in self-doubt that like paralyzes you or um the perfectionism that I can't show this to the world until it's absolutely done and perfect I think the flip side of that 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 the, the p says there is no need for closure right I don't need to have all the steps planned out I don't need to know the final destination exactly it's about the journey of getting there the J side of that is, I think, where the perfectionism comes from, that like the the sense of need for closure making you wanna see the like, you, you know how perfect the end goal could be because that's how you think. And when you can't perfectly execute it, I think it's a, a, sort of creates that pattern of I am hard on myself. I know I couldn't get there. That's, that's my read of it. Hmm. So fascinating. Yeah, Jimin, ENFJ. I'm curious about the 95 liners relationship and how that might tie into their personality types, but I think we're literally about to step into that anyway. So should I move on to Tay? Kalea, any thoughts on Jimin before I move on? Nope, we're good. All right. So Tay... This is another one that I think will be contested and I'm super excited to hear about. Um, Okay, so in both 2017 and 2020, V was an ENFP type. In 2021, he retook it and found out that he is no longer an extrovert. Both his 2021 test and MBTI lab told him that he is an INFP. Okay, this is the one I have the hardest time with, maybe because I'm also an INFP um, and maybe it's different things we've developed I don't know but like telling me Tay is an introvert when this guy collects friends like Pokemon cards and he has like so many not just friends but like public sector like not public sector public sphere friends like other celebrities um I don't really see the introversion but if he's saying it then I guess it's true (laughs) that's kind of where I am with it too um, I, I really went on the fence about what to, what my guess is for him. Um, and I did say, I, I do think it's INFJ, I'm sorry, INFP. Um, but there's so many like markers of extroversion in him. The friendships, I think most of all, like his energy, I think is, a, is if, if I knew nothing about his friendships, I think his energy is more of an introverted energy at least adult Tay. Um, mm-hmm. But 
the social, his social life has more of that extroverted vibe. So he's a tough one. Yeah. And I don't know because I'm not a celeb, but if I were a celeb and I have like five friends as an INFP or like a smaller social circle, I'm going to hide those friendships a bit more or like want them to stay kind of deep maybe or like I don't know I don't know if I'd be as out there like I don't know all his friendships seem really public maybe we just hear about him hanging out with people more and that kind of surprises me um he does kind of give like you said I agree with your assessment like some of his adult energy is a bit introverted so maybe he's just more on the fence on that one or can like in certain contexts like meet people but uh yeah, I don't know. He did kind of seem to go through something. Maybe this is me projecting in like 2017, 2018. So maybe that could have had an impact on his like introversion versus extroversion or like a little bit more guardedness that I sense more recently. So maybe I'm totally off the mark, but those are my perceptions of Tay. I was thinking, you know, I feel like we've seen him become more introverted over the years. And even though he like, I don't know you hear about him like you know possibly chatting somebody up in the bathroom but if you think about it he's had that wooga squad friendship since he did Huarong, and that's like was a long time ago so like yeah he i think he's friendly but i think he kind of does like to keep his circle small at least from what i gather like it is the same friends from what 2016 when that drama came out so and you know, anecdotally, the two friendships of his that I have observed the most closely are with JK and Jimin, right? And those just have a vibe to me of introvert friendship. Like the way Jimin interacts with the whole group is such an extroverted group friendship as Jimin the extrovert. Whereas I feel like Tay is much more of like a one-on-one kind of guy. Um, just feels like that's the introverted side so yeah maybe he is just really good at using both sides of of this one yeah I feel that it's a it's it's hard to like I think we want to see him on one side or the other and it's hard to like see him on both and and know that we're only seeing you know the parts that he wants to show us anyway so limited set of information yeah Okay, so as as he is my bias wrecker, I have to just talk about Tay as intuitive for a second because intuition is my favorite of the preferences and I think it's what I'm so drawn to about him. Tay's mind at any given time, right, is making these creative and surprising connections that are like five steps away from concrete reality and they can feel like absurd and confusing if you don't yet see the thread, right? Like, I think he can be kind of a slow burn because you have to hang and see how he threads these things together, how his brain connects these kind of patterns to really get it. And I think it feeds that like weirdo alien image that he's been associated with. Um, and, and some of the comments from the members in the early days about like, he seems so strange because you kind of have to hang in there and like get a feel for what is the like organizing principle behind his his creativity, his mind. And I think a piece of that that is really interesting to me is maybe he strikes me as maybe the member who has the most, like the richest inner world. Like he's so extremely silly. He's 
clearly at his most engaged when he's able to express that like silly quirkiness and be appreciated for it. Like sometimes I'll be watching Tay with the other members and I'll just think there's no joy, like the joy of making others laugh by being yourself, especially when you've been seen as weird or an incomprehensible, like strange person like he's been saddled with before, there's just this pure joy in being appreciated for your uniqueness. And I think that is a really strong part of Tay's personality. You've convinced me. Tay's an INFP. That was all you needed to say. Next member. No, I'm just kidding. But no, yeah, completely convinced. Yeah. 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 I mean, I don't want to cut off your cut off your thoughts. I think oh, I agree yeah. so deeply. But as an INFP, I had this conversation word for word with a coworker that I really vibe with. And I was like, in high school, super weird. People like did not understand what I was trying to talk about. Or like my brain is like, the things that I'm saying make sense to me, but other people are not like connecting the dots or like where I'm coming from with that statement. So it's it seems like I'm just saying something as like a non sequitur, something like super random apropos of nothing, but like in my head, it made sense. But when you find people that you vibe with and that you trust to like be yourself around, there is like no better feeling. And this was like a conversation I had word for word three days ago, unrelated to Boncon. So if you're seeing that in Tay, you're the trained professional, <laughs> Tay INFP, because I was just talking to someone about that. <laughs> you look like you had a thought too i was just saying i was i was thinking while you were speaking i was glad you brought that up because i've always seen him as just kind of like someone who's gifted like maybe in school you he i don't want to say because i don't know what his grades were but like he might be the kind of person where like in school maybe he may have not done well on like test or you know things like that doing schoolwork, but that's because like it's like a certain structure and just like maybe his brain isn't just like wired that way to think like everyone has to think the certain way like no he just sees things in a different a different light like he's not wrong he's just viewing the world differently from other people so like when he speaks sometimes people are like why are you so weird and it's like he's not weird he just sees the world differently right like you have to shift your perspective to be able to understand his that p is such that the freedom and flexibility of p is such a clear like core value for him i think that's exactly what you're speaking to like he needs to have that kind of ability to be like spontaneous and like follow the inspiration and the idea as it comes up yeah so. i'm glad we've kind of moved away i don't know if it was like a narrative that bongton was being told to like lean into at the time or if it was just truly they didn't have the years and years of like working and living closely together but I'm glad we've kind of moved away from this like hey is a weirdo kind of narrative like that kind of fizzled out at some point let's go to JK um JK is also like one I think that we'll have like some discussion about um <laughs> So in 2017, yet another uh, INFP, but in 2020, that changed to ISFP. Um, and in 2021, it says his type changed to INTP. At the time, he believed he was a mix of INTP and ISFP. The 2022 test has determined that Jungkook is now an INTP like Jin, but in his most recent V Live, this is me saying now, not the article. Uh, his kitchen concert, 
I think he said that he went back to IS, what, ISFP, and he can't get away from it. So I don't, I don't know where we take that. But as of like two days ago, he's back to ISFP. Maybe. What are your thoughts, Kelly? Proud of my my bias record for the self awareness to know. Yes, I think I, I my guess is also ISFP. I think that is. I think he's a really good example of an ISFP. I think he's right. Um, he says in the MBTI lab video that his I and his P have been, are the like strongest, most obvious, consistent ones. And that the middle two change, which is really interesting. Cause like I said, the, the middle two, the perceiving function and the judging function are kind of like where the magic of Myers-Briggs is. Um, and so it's really interesting to see him using both sides of those two a lot. Um, that said, I was really surprised to see him come up as T here that I don't see that in him. Well, we'll get to it, but I would love to start with the S. So, you know, he got INTP the last time they did it, the official version. I don't know if he did it just online for fun or what the one he was referencing in Live when he got S again. But I think like um, some of the other members, we had a hard time deciding N versus F. You can see a lot of or N versus S, sorry. You can see a lot of both of those, S and N in Jungkook. Um, you can see him using his intuition whenever like he's talking one-on-one -on -one with Namjoon about lyrics. He is sort of stepping into that intuition space that is June's like natural habitat, right? Um, sometimes his reflections in documentaries also kind of go into that like connection making, meaning creation space. Um, so, you know, is it conceivable that he could be an N? I think so. But when I look at, you know, where he's been over the years and where he is now, I see more of that extroverted sensing than extroverted intuition. And, you know, some examples of that would be like, it's the phantom cliche, right? The golden maknae, he can, he's, he's incredibly gifted. And so like, you know, whatever he tries, he's great at. And so many of those gifts are really concrete and real right? It's, it's not the theoretical stuff. It's dancing, singing, painting, creative visual design stuff, athletics, uh, working out and like thrill seeking, including like tattoos and piercings and stuff is a very sensory way of, like ex, you know, extroverted sensing, being hot, loving animals. Like these are all concrete things in the world, not, not like conceptual theoretical things. Um, the risk taking sort of like thrill seeking stuff, especially is way more associated with, with, an ISFP than an INFP or an INTP. And I think that's something that, you know, we've seen from him so many times. And I think, um, you know, he's probably, my take is he's an S who enjoys stretching himself to get better at N and is clearly comfortable using that side of himself, like we said with Hobie too, right? And I think that's really cool. And like, we're all very lucky because it means we'll probably get to see like a very rich and nuanced kind of artistry from this person who can use so many different sides of the preferences. But my my read of him is that the extroverted sensing is, is a very clear preference for him. What do you think? Does that resonate? My mind immediately went to his hobbies as well or like things we've seen him do is like, even when it was, and I realized probably none of them except for maybe Tay were like true INFPs but like even when it was like Namjoon, Suga and I think JK um I was like JK like that was the one that surprised me like I could see that N a little bit more for like 
Namjoon and Suga, right? Because um, as you were saying earlier, like Yoongi can really like be in that space intellectually with Namjoon. And I didn't, I don't wish to typecast Jungkook, but I don't see him as a guy that's going to like sit down and like read a novel. Like this dude's going to punch a punching bag or he's going to jump off of a bungee jump or he's going to, you know, get the tattoo, do the art. Like, like you were saying, like super tangible things. Um, but I actually, I was thinking like basically for all the members, they either have the end or can lean into the end. If they built the group around Namjoon, and Namjoon's N is like crazy strong, then it makes sense that either through like repeated exposure and having to live with Namjoon for what, where's Yoongi when you need him? 13 years, like that you would develop that skill or maybe inherently already be able to like tap into that side of you, even if it's not what comes naturally to like have that group creativity and cohesion. But anyway, this isn't about Namjoon. This is about JK, but when you were saying he can stretch and kind of use the N... I was starting to like spiral and think about all of the members using N. Um, it's, it is interesting that it's like the middle two that are like the flexing ones, but I agree. I, I, my mind was immediately like, this is the guy that can do everything. So he can probably tap into the different sides as he needs to. Chameleon JK. Or ISFP is listed as the adventurer, and I'm like, that's exactly how I think of JK. Like, <laughs> I don't think of him as any other way. Like, all those moments of him um, on, like, Run BTS or Bon Voyage, wherever they're at, and he's just, like, skydiving or um, going on some, what do you call it? those zip lines, like, across, like, a freaking open mountain. Like, I don't know, just doing something absolutely insane. Or just, like, him getting tattoos, it seems like, almost every other day, right? Just... <laughs> he's just like whatever like i'm gonna go do it like you were saying very like tangible things yeah i'm i've been watching in the soup for the first time i'm only on season one what a joy but it's so funny the way you can tell that like he's giving the editors trouble because he'll be in a scene and then the next scene the conversation continues but he's outside with the punching bag again for a few minutes the energy the energy is such an extroverted sensing energy well there's even jokes about like run bts and like being jungkook's cameraman is like the hardest job that you could have because that guy will be every place at every time so yeah <laughs> that level of energy maybe it's the s but like cannot relate <laughs> totally and then the f that one I, it's interesting to see him pop up as a t in this most recent time it doesn't feel up for debate to me that John Jungkook is an F. Like he seems pretty clearly an emotional and like people focused person over, you know, being guided by like the rational, logical influences. I think he's probably the member who cries the easiest, which is not a sole ownership of F, right? There are a lot of T emotions too, but I think it speaks to how close he is to his emotions at any given time feels F. And then I think, you know, there's like some of that softness and emotional attunement that you see in like the F, the members who are really clearly F that I think is in JK as well. Um, the ISFP functions. So uh, the way that he's doing extroverted sensing that we've been talking about, the feeling would be introverted. So that would be something that he does in inside, uh, in his head. 
And so what that, I think what that means and what makes sense to me is that his inner world of emotions is really deep and rich, even when he maybe doesn't always have the words to express it. It's through that emotional lens that he is assessing situations, assessing, you know, the group dynamic and making decisions. And that just feels very JK to me. That's fascinating. I definitely think so. I think Jungkook is easily typecast as like the bro, but it's clear that he does have like depth of emotion that's there, whether through V Live or like concert comments or like things he's commented on their various shows. Like it is there, but I he's maybe not as expressive with sharing some of those feelings until the correct venue or situation comes up comes up because I'm often maybe this is my own shortcoming caught off guard by like the depth of some of what JK says. Yeah. The dinner party video when everyone was like, wow, like Jungkook grew up. That was so, so right on. Like, <laughs> he really spoke to the moment in a very like mature and emotionally aware way that I think can feel kind of surprising to, to the members and to army sometimes. At the same time, he's not the guy that's going to monologue. Like, Namjoon is going to monologue. Like, because he even said that in the dinner party. And he was like, JK said what I was trying to say in three words (laughs) or whatever, you know. Yeah. I mean, they're they're such an interesting dynamic, the two of them, right? The the FP that they share and the E, I, and S that they don't share. Um, but the way that Jungkook can kind of flex around it and, and at the same time Namjoon has gotten I before and I think is really good at going to that sort of reflective introverted place. It makes sense that even though they are, you know, only sharing two letters and they're not the like core, right? It's not the second letter, the one that is like the cornerstone of the mind mates, but they have this, this dynamic that really works. There's one quote from JK in particular that I want to get your opinion on because it's from a couple years ago, so it could have changed, but Jungkook said something that I found extremely alarming or like low-key worrisome, but he, it was one of the, again, I don't remember names or dates, but it was one of the um, series they did, like Burn the Stage, Bring the Soul, a couple of years ago, I want to say like 2017. He said, I don't really know who I am. Like, I don't have, I'm paraphrasing, but he was like, I don't have a core personality. I'm like bits and pieces of the other members' personalities because they raised me. And for me, I'm like, you don't know who you are at your core? Like, that's horrifying. Like, what is you? Like, where do the others end and you start? Like, that's so scary. Um, What do you see at play when he said that? Or unrelated, apropos of nothing. (laughs) I, I feel like I remember seeing that too. Maybe that was Burn the Stage. Um, I, my gut is that's an age thing, most of all. Like, I think it would probably be hard to have these really super, I mean, you are super, as JK, super talented himself, but be in this group with these super talented and more experienced older members, especially if he's somebody who's, you know, wanting to develop the N side that is so like sort of conceptual reflective um, to have somebody like Namjoon around you, like Yoongi around you, who is so, you know, Yoongi so certain of pursuing this path. 
Namjoon, maybe the certainty looks different, but so clear on what he's good at and like how to follow his heart towards those things. And I, I feel like maybe Jungkook is just, it's like a, a factor of being the youngest where you're kind of like, this is intimidating. How do I, how do I fit in? I don't know if I, I can put ISFP language around it. Okay, that's fair. And maybe that was him. Alien, right? Like by nature of, of how flexible he said he's been in some of these, in like the middle two functions, especially. Maybe he's just figuring it out. Yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, I we've talked in the past about the weight of the Golden Maknae title and what that might mean. Like, yeah, it's fun, Maknae on top, until there's the pressure to always be the one on top or the one that's, like, good at everything. So, anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, my my guess for Jungkook, ISFP. And he confirmed that in the live, so I feel I feel real good about that one. What do you guys think? Any any top insights or or sort of ideas that got sparked by these types, typing the members? I think the ones I oh Kalea, go ahead. Go first. I've been talking a lot. No. Um I I I guess I haven't put a lot of thought into the MBTI test. I know Julie talks a lot about it. And I'm just kind of like, eh. Like, I just don't really, like, I don't really think too much about it, um, but it is interesting. It's something that I would, you know, potentially be interested in, like, looking more into it um, and trying to, like, match their personalities. Um, so I guess it's kind of hard for me. I'm more just, like, sitting here listening to the conversation <laughs> and trying to put it all together. It's hard to jump into a complex system like Myers-Briggs, I think, like, Kudos to everyone who who can hang through and and process this stuff because I think it can take some getting getting comfortable with the way the system works and how all the words work to really like get deep in it. Yeah, it's even like me with the horoscopes. I'm like, all right, I know I'm an Aquarius, but then when people start talking about like moons and their risings, I'm like, girl, I don't have time. <laughs> like, I can't even like wrap my head around that. Like, <laughs> it's too much for me. <laughs> how much nuance? <laughs> It's funny because that is kind of like, I find it interesting that that's too much. This is again, maybe where we differ. Cause like you remember the dates and like, you know, we were talking about all these like details that I'm like, I don't know when, I don't know where, I don't know what, but like Myers-Briggs or like horoscopes. I'm like, okay, well you're this and you're this. So this is why we're also the, like, it's that Pepe Sylvia meme that I reference constantly with all those strings on the back of the <laughs> like just someone diving deep I enjoy so <laughs> who knows I do want to talk if you have like a short version of the like matching because I'm sure people are like dying to know if I were a listener I'd be like but tell me more about that though <laughs> like can we go into that quickly um at like a high level yes of course so I think um Myers-Briggs like itself, the official company line on MindMates is that it's just more of like a fun concept. You know, there's, it's, it's absolutely not like a, your perfect romantic partner is this. It's more of a, um, you know, if I do this thing in my head and this thing out loud, the perfect conversation partner and like collaborator for me is someone who does 
the opposite thing, like does them in the opposite direction so that we bring them out of each other. Like the sort of like the richest conversations and ideas can come out of that balance. So your mind mate then would be the person who shares your perceiving function, the second letter, meaning your starting point is the same set of information, right? You're both working off sensory information if you're S's, or you're both working off that intuitive idea information if you're N. You share that second letter. And then you are the opposite on the other three. Or you could be, the, the, you know, there's, I think there's some discourse that the, the second letter, you can be the same, but the, the first and the last letter, you're the opposite for sure. So for example, you know, just to pick a totally random example, Namjoon's type ENFP, his mind mate would be INTJ. Oh, look at that. Look at that. You share the second letter. So random, right? <laughs> share the second letter and then you're the opposite on the others. But also INFJ could be a mind mate for an ENFP because you sh your opposite is the first and last is kind of the most important thing. Hmm. Oh, okay. So the third one can flex a little bit. I've seen that as a, a, a theory as well. So <laughs> it's, it's cute then to think about members in, um, within Bangtan who are each other's mind mates and like, how do they balance each other out? If, if we go off the guesses that we made today, Yoongi and Jimin are mind mates. Um, uh, Jin and Hobi are mind mates. Jungkook and Hobi are mind mates. Taehyung and Jimin, of course, are okay, mind mates. Yeah. <laughs> and Namjoon has no mind mate in BTS. <laughs> that could explain the like God is just comments or like whatever that he gets a lot. <laughs> They're like, sometimes I look at this guy and I'm like, God is fair. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's yeah. interesting because I guess based off what you said, I would technically be a mind mate with Namjoon, right? Mm -hmm. And I always like listen to him talk and I'm like, I feel like we would butt heads because we're so different. <laughs> like the way he thinks is just so like abstract <laughs> for me sometimes. Like he was, uh, what was it? They were sharing that like bread meme for the yeah. um, MBTI thing. Right. And he was said that the way he like ties up bread he would just like put a water bottle on top of like and i was trying to like wrap my head around what do you even mean like you just set a water bottle on top of the bread do you just like lay the bread back down and then set a water bottle on top of it like i just couldn't even wrap my head around that like it was giving me a headache like what <laughs> so <laughs> so goofy and yet i do this too <laughs> you do the bread thing too oh my god I, yeah i will use a, a creative way of solving the problem nice yeah <laughs> creative problem solving the mind mates is not like law right of course especially if you're someone who's really good at using um you know a different preference than is your if you're an n who's really good at using their s then you can have really great you know, chemistry conversation and stuff with someone who's that mind mate. Like, this is not a law. I know, I know many great friendships and successful working relationships and successful marriages between people who are not mind mates. So this is absolutely, <laughs> it's just kind of fun to think about like how we balance and sort of pull those things out of each other.
I need to read up more. This whole conversation has been so fascinating. And I'm like, I have just skimmed the surface. It's like, is it better to have no tools and come in fresh or like have like, I don't know, a really crappy tool that I'm like trying to apply to everything. You know what I mean? Like I'm realizing there's so much more to it than I know. So don't be held back by J perfectionism. Let the P that is your natural way of being <laughs> yeah. guide you. To well, a I've been doing knowledge. that, but now I'm like, wait, <laughs> this is a lot more than I thought. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm like, it doesn't make for a good podcast if you're just sitting here and listening. But I'm like, I just, I'm just so fascinated. I can't like, <laughs> I feel like I can't fully chime in here. Thanks for giving me a place to to talk about this union of two things I love so much this has been amazing I think one of my favorite episodes so far so we may have to have you back or dive deeper into this I'll get a textbook and like be like but what about this what about this what about this we'll do the 201 we'll do Myers-Briggs yes (laughs) this is 101 and 102 when we cut it in half I'm I'm calling the naming now so (laughs) perfect so I guess, shall we wrap it up? Uh, any final parting thoughts, any books or resources you want to shout out or your own social media or anything you want to do? I think my main um, homework for everyone is it, this is not like a one-time conversation. I think the most, like the richest way to engage with type is to like spend time, like revisit, find your type, a description of your type that resonates with you and revisit it every so often, like sit with um, what it's telling you about yourself and just notice, like, am I really seeing these dynamics come up now that I'm looking for them? Or am I actually not seeing this so much? Maybe this type that I thought I was is not really me. I, I had an experience where INTJ, my type, is sometimes called the scientist. And it will talk about the way that you have a scientific approach to the world. And I, the first time I read that was like, what that, who is that? Like, I'm a writing, I'm a writer, I'm a reader. Like, I'm not interested in doing science at all. I was not into biology, which is a very literal way of interpreting that, by the way, kind of S when I say I'm an N. Um, But as I sat with that, I kind of realized that while the idea of like the idea of science is what I'm doing. I am constantly observing things, looking for patterns in them, coming up with a theory about why, looking for things that prove it or disprove it, adjusting my theory. Like I would have tur- like tuned out and shut down that idea of the scientist. But as I sat with it, I noticed it come up. And it has been a really interesting insight into the way I see the world to have language I never would have put to it, right? I never would have claimed identity of scientist. But now I really relate to that. And I think there are those little tidbits of insight in each of our types that are maybe a way we don't see ourselves naturally. But if you're open to it and, and you know, can make it your own, there are ways to see yourself in it that might give you a new way of seeing yourself. So I think my, my main takeaway for everybody is sit with it. Like, let this marinate and see what comes to you. You might be surprised. And I'm sure there's still individual differences. I know we're trying to wrap, so I will keep this rabbit hole short. But um, <laughs> with INFP, I think it's similar. It's like the idealist or the dreamer. And I'm like, can be very cynical. So at first I was like, okay, I'm not this hippie, like making flower chains everywhere I go. <laughs> like, 
this is not it. But then in other ways, like we are describing with Tay, there are like really strong textbook things. Um, so maybe going deeper or like sitting with it over the long term is a way to come to more clarity about what makes sense or what doesn't or what maybe represents in some other way. Because I'm sure even Myers-Briggs does not fully capture someone's personality or like lived experience or whatever else. So, <laughs> Oh, a disclaimer I give in workshops is like, of course, you're not going to be perfectly summed up in your type. How boring would it be if a, if a system of only 16 types could perfectly capture the experience of every human? Like, thank <laughs> God we are more expansive and interesting and nuanced as a species than to be able to sum up like this. So yeah, you will not perfectly fit into a type. I promise everyone that. Well, thank you again for coming on. Thank you for sharing your expertise. This has been so fascinating. I feel like I'm back in school, but like in a good way. <laughs> the best compliment ever that you could give a non-June bias. When you're like <laughs> curious, but not like, F, I got to memorize all this, you know? <laughs> so this has been amazing. Thank you for your time. Um, Kalea, any final words from, from us as Girls With Fun? <laughs> uh no thank you again for joining it's been a great episode um i really appreciate it if there's any other army out there that are like hey i do something cool like <laughs> feel free to slide in our dms you know um i thank you for reaching out um because i never would have had any thoughts about how we can get someone professionally on here to speak about it so i do really appreciate it and you know we say our podcast is like um a podcast for army by army or whatever so i will love to start having you know more army on here to actually like highlight your experiences and the things that you do so it's really nice to get a different perspective um from a professional like yourself so yeah again thank you so much of course i'll plus one that for any listeners <laughs> who are thinking about it they're really nice in real life <laughs> Even if I don't know what day of the week it is. <laughs> Life skills. <laughs> All right. Yeah, it's been a blast. Thank you. This is really fun. Thank you. And that will wrap today's episode of Girls With Fun. Yep. We'll see you next week. Bye.